Hi, my beautiful people. This is Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I'm giving you a real big hug right now. I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm giving you this big hug because I feel like everybody needs a hug or a hey you're doing great, or you look nice, or just compliment each other. I mean, see, I felt like I needed to start this because I've been running into so many people that just want to talk about their life experiences, their relationships, or like any story they needed to share. This could be something magical or something they wanted to share, but they're afraid of what others would think, me included. Or if you're hurting inside or have a funny story about life lessons you'd like to talk about, I would love for you to reach out. This could be the worst or your best times. Listen, I have some good topics. We're going to have a lot of fun because I believe the best medicine is to talk about it because someone else is dealing with the same shit. Hi, everyone. We have a special guest today, Carrie. She's my longtime friend from middle school. Carrie, thank you so much for joining us. Carrie is going to talk about her journey with triple negative breast cancer. Hi, Carrie. Welcome. Hi, Jen. How are it's you? It's so nice to talk to you. You too. I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. Thank I'm you. So, thank I, you for asking me to be on this podcast, too. I really appreciate it. Well, you know what? When you see people's stories um, a little bit, like very vaguely on Facebook or social media, and, uh-huh. you, and you know, you wonder what's going on or how people are doing, but it's, you know, and it's my fault, too. It's hard to reach out to people because you don't know what to uh-huh. say. You really It is. Yeah. There's what? nothing you can say. Um especially to somebody that has cancer. Even if you have cancer yourself, you still don't know what to say to the other person because all cancers, all, all cancers are different. And I, you know, through my journey, I've realized all breast cancers are different, um, which I never knew before. You know, I just thought breast cancer was breast cancer, but, Me too. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, that's just what we thought. So it's, it's really hard even for me in, you know, I'm in my third year of survivorship, and it's 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 hard to talk to people that have different cancer than I have. So I was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer. And for people that don't know what that is, it's a breast cancer that's not attached to, it's not hormonal. It doesn't have to do with any of the, you know, HER2, um, any of the other types of breast cancer specifically are either hormonal or you're predisposed to it because of a genetic gene that you have. Triple negative is different is that it, it doesn't, it's not associated with any of those. It just kind of shows up in your body um is yeah i mean um if if people have heard of the BRCA gene you know it's it kind of came into the media a couple years ago when angelina jolie you know her mother died from breast cancer and she got tested for the BRCA gene and um she had it so she had a double mastectomy as a pre you know just to as preventative maintenance to never get breast cancer right um triple negative is considered the deadliest of all breast cancers because it has a 95 percent chance of coming back oh my god and yeah um if it comes back also it's not going to come back to the breast it's going to come back to another part of your body which you know scares you even more because oh yeah you know um 
you're just like, well, then check, check, check my body every day and let me come to the hospital every day. Take blood work every day. I know. <laughs> right. Because you don't and that's know. How, that's just how your head starts working. So, you know, a little bit about my journey is I, um, and I am a very healthy person. I live a healthy lifestyle. I eat healthy. I exercise. I had a hysterectomy after I had my son. I had a complete hysterectomy after I had my son okay. uh, nine years ago. And I did that because I got my tubes, ovaries, and uterus out. I did that because I um, never wanted to get breast cancer. Right. <laughs> and ovarian cancer is linked to breast cancer. So I just said, you know, take everything out. Does that run in your family? Oh, no, no, that's the other thing. I there was no family history. My grand, my paternal grandmother passed away from cervical cancer, but not not breast cancer. No, there's okay. never been anyone in our immediate family or even you know great great grandparents that had breast cancer. Wow, um, see, so many people I. Th- they won't get checked because they're like, you know what? It doesn't run in my family, so I don't need to go get a mammogram or get checked. It doesn't anything. matter. Right. I mean, I was I was living a healthy life. I just, you know, I went in for a routine mammogram like I do every year. And I'm going to, I'll probably say this 20 times throughout this podcast is if you haven't gotten a mammogram, you need to get a mammogram. Yes, please. Um, you know. It's please go get your mammograms. I mean, it's so they quick are, and easy. It's it, not. It is. It takes five minutes and you're you're done. Right. It's uncomfortable, but you know what's more uncomfortable is, you know, six months of chemotherapy. Yeah. And the pain from chemotherapy and the pain from the cancer in general is much more painful than five minutes of discomfort so right. your whole I, world I turns just, upside down when you my whole find world out. did turn upside down mm-hmm. i went in for like i said a routine mammogram they came back and said um there's something there but you know it could be a cyst um they were pretty positive and then they did a 3d mammogram and it still showed up and then they did an mri oh, and there was still something there and then when they said you think we need to get a biopsy? I knew at that point, Jen, I knew. Oh, I geez. I knew. They took a biopsy. It took a week to get the results back. So oh, oh you was, were like waiting around for that. I was, yeah, you're oh, just in agony. Yes. And I got a call on a Friday night um, at 5 o'clock that I, and I was actually in Pittsburgh at the time visiting my dad. And I got this call and I... The guy said, you have, can- you have cancer. Oh, my gosh. First thing Monday morning, you need to meet a surgeon. And I just, at oh. that point, you're, you hear that word and your life changes. Yeah. I drove home four and a half hours from Pittsburgh with my son in the car. And I don't know how I got home. Uh, yeah, you don't. you're in a fog I, because you can't believe you're it. You're in a fog. Mm-hmm. And all I knew I wanted to do is get my, my son home safe. But... This was, you know, and I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I was just in the car. I was in the car and I was like, you know, how can I end my life? And I, you know, know. because you're like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. My son's going to see me die um, immediately. And I know this is harsh, but the whole way home, I thought about ways to end my life. And 
that's, I look back now and that's so completely selfish, but that's where I went, right? Well, away. you know what? You probably didn't want him to see you suffer like that because I don't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't want him to see me suffer like this. I didn't want him to know mommy was sick. Right. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm a single mom. I work full time and I'm, you know, his, his primary caregiver half the time so he was seven was he seven when he was seven okay Mm -hmm. yeah he was seven they don't understand they don't understand at that age but he you know he's pretty he's pretty smart and he caught on really quick that mommy was just sick right you know and when i lost all my hair from chemotherapy he he was he was scared Oh, yeah. And he really, and that showed him, because he didn't understand. He's like, Mommy, you're not coughing. You don't have a temperature. You're not this and this. And I said, Mommy's just sick, but she's sick inside. Yeah. And then when I lost all my hair from chemotherapy, he, he was like, and now I see that you're really sick, you know. Aww. But I came home. I, you know, um, I met with my the, the breast surgeon that next Monday. And right. she said, you know, and I was trying to be positive going into it and think, okay, well, you know, I'll just, I'll just have a mastectomy and we'll get rid of this and it'll be fine. And that's when she told me that I had the triple negative Um, and then your world crashes all over again. Did you know about what the triple negative was before? I had no clue. Like I said, I thought all breast cancer was the same. I thought breast cancer was breast cancer and you get a mastectomy or a double mastectomy and, and it's over. Right. I was that naive about it. I didn't know how many variants there were of breast cancer. And then she explained to me, you know, how deadly mine was it being that it it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's deadly because it has such a high rate of coming back. And if it does come back, like I said, it comes back to other parts of your body. You literally want the doctor to scan your body every day to see if there's something wrong. Right. But that's impractical um carrie i don't know if i told you but my um my first cousin michelle just she got diagnosed a couple months ago or actually not that long ago and she has triple negative so now i researched that and found out about that too because i had no idea now i go yearly but now you know it scares you yeah i'm I'm, i was 47 when i was diagnosed so I just, and, and the scarier thing, Jen, is the fact that I, I, and I'm not even exaggerating when I say this, in the past six months, well, first of all, I got diagnosed, my best friend got diagnosed on the same day. <gasps> You're kidding. Yes. No, she had a different type where she had to do a double mastectomy, no chemo, no radiation, and hers was going to be, you know, removed. Um, which is still awful, horrible surgery, horrible, absolutely horrible surgery, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I swear, in the last six months, six people close to me have called and reached out and said I was just diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand. It's it's running rampant. Right. You know, these are people that I'm, I'm close with. Imagine the people that I don't even know about. Right. There's probably a lot of people listening that, you know, maybe they haven't got a mammogram or maybe they're going through it and they need someone to talk to. Yeah. Did did you have to get a double mastectomy or when you saw the surgeon? Okay. So the treatment for triple negative is, is no mastectomy at all. And the reason for that is that if it comes back, it's not going to come back to your breast. 
is going to come back to your liver or your bones or your kidneys or something something like that, which is scary because, you know, that's why I said I was like, can you just scan my body every day to see if you see anything, which is completely unrealistic and just not going to happen. But I live my life in fear and every day I wake up and I just, you know, I pray it's not back. And how long did you go through chemo? Um, I went through chemo, so I had 12 rounds of chemotherapy um, every other week, and then I had 25 rounds of radiation, plus I had a lumpectomy, so that means they just went in, they took the tumor out, which, which, by the way, was the size of a pea. Oh, my Um, gosh. (laughs) Yeah, and you're like, how can the size of a pea cause this much damage? I know. You know, it's it's incredible. Did you feel it it at all or notice it? No, (gasps) no, because it was way under my pectoral muscle. And the doctor told me, she said, you know, I I have scar tissue, deep scar tissue until this day because she had to dig so deep under my pectoral muscle to find it. And I didn't feel it. And the thing about breast cancer, too, is you don't feel any pain with breast cancer. Other cancers, you start to feel pain, you know, stomach cancer, things like that. Um, Other things about your body change. With breast cancer, there's no pain associated with it, especially if you're not doing self-exams. That's another thing, you know. You need to do self-exams, not... Not daily, but weekly, you need to be doing self-exams. When you're in the shower, I mean, it's not that hard. And you know your body. Women know your body. Men men get breast cancer, too. They do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I actually was in chemotherapy with three men. Really? Um, Yeah, I was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was. Yeah. It's not just limited to women. So why why are the doctors telling us, oh, you wait till after 40 to get your mammogram? Um... That's just because the majority of people get it after 40. They've seen cases now in me doing my research and everything in in girls as young as 20. Jeez. My daughter's 21. Yeah. I, I, maybe I uh-huh. should get her checked now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the laws about it or anything like that. I mean, I, it can't stop you, I don't think. I mean, it's great preventative care, but I think... The, the theory throughout the years was that the mass majority of people were getting this after their, they turned 40. But that's not the case anymore. Right. Just like I found out, I went with my oncologist um, Monday. I have to go every three months for blood work. So I do have to meet my oncologist. And every three months I have to get blood taken. Okay. And that will show um, certain markers in my body for recurrence like they'll they'll test the liver and the places that it would likely come back to so I do get that every three months which is comforting but you know in talking to my doctor he said the treatment for triple negative now from when I had it two years ago is completely different because there's completely different new drugs on the market so it's an ever-evolving it's an ever-evolving disease like so the doctors are still learning too of how to prevent they're still learning they're learning every day because there's new drugs being produced every day there's new treatments being produced every day and there's new you know there's new variants like kind of like covid there's new variants of breast cancer coming out all the time oh yeah so you never know so just to show you how quickly evolving this disease is there's the treatment that i was on and he said you would have been on a totally different chemo regimen right now, which is crazy. Yeah, me. that is crazy. So, so it's, did yours take longer? 
to get smaller or it didn't so my so they took my lump first so the lump the tumor was the size of a pea they took that first the chemotherapy and the radiation are basically just insurance packages you know the chemo to ensure that you know when they went in there for that surgery they didn't miss like one millicentimeter of that tumor if it didn't escape somehow and it's still in your body you know the radiation is directed directly at the breast as another insurance you know well if chemo didn't kill it this is going to kill it right so with triple negative it's basically the chemo and the the radiation are, are um they're just insurance policies basically um which you know i wasn't getting anything shrunk um with other type of cancers they will sometimes do chemotherapy first to shrink the size of the t- chemo and radiation first to shrink the size of the tumor, and then either do um, I, do the lumpectomy. I think they're doing that with my cousin right now. They're mm-hmm. shrinking it right now because they didn't. I know she didn't have surgery yet. Yeah, and a lot of times they they'll make a decision based on the size of the tumor. There's so much, and I will tell you, I had the best doctor in all of Cincinnati. I mean, I researched and researched and researched and my, between my oncologist and my breast surgeon, who was a woman, um, which, you know, people are like, who cares? I'm like, I care because she's a woman. She gets it. She has breasts like mine. Um, she explained triple negative to me. Like I've never heard it explained before. And she's just, she was just the most gentle, loving, woman i mean i see her now and she she hugs me and you know you I have, have to get a relationship a yeah yeah i had to get him i had to get um i have to get a mammogram once a year which you know i should be doing anyways yeah it's i had a great i had the best team of care um that's another thing i would tell people research get second opinions which i did in the health system that i went with and the surgeon and the oncologist i went with i could not be happier with so you need to have a rapport with them you need to because you're gonna they're in your life for the next right. 10 years yeah they're <laughs> you know? like your best so, friends they really are um, your best friends yeah carrie uh, um tell our listeners why it is now you're able to talk about it why couldn't you talk about it before because i was in denial i i like i said women are proud uh, women are strong. I'm, you know, I'm always said that my friends are very strong women, and I still believe that to this day. Um, I'm a very strong woman. I'm a very proud woman too. And honestly, it took me. I just started talking to somebody about this about six months ago, and it's been over two years. Um, and I didn't want to talk about it because that made it more real. Again, it's it was hard enough every day. Um, waking up thinking it's back. I know it's back. And I will tell you that the chemotherapy and the treatment are hard, but the after effects of cancer, the survivorship mode that I'm in now is so incredibly hard because you just don't know. And it's that fear of the unknown. And every day you wake up with that fear, like it's back, I'm going to die. And that's a horrible way to live. Um, no, and I live that way. How did way. you get that positive attitude? How do you... I, you know, it took me... I felt sorry for myself. I was mad at everybody. I was mad at God. Right. Um, and I'm a very... I mean, I'm a Christian, and I pride myself on my faith. I was angry at the world. I was... 
I was angry. You get, I was, I was angry. You're not um, alone. I'm sure a lot of other women. I, I, I don't think I'm alone at all. No. And I was, I was very angry. I was very like, you know, it was that and this whole victim thing. Like why me? And, and, sure, and to yeah. be fair, you need that for a while. You know, I don't think I needed it as long as I did, as long as it took me. But, you know, then life happens. Like, okay, you're a single mom, Carrie, you work full time, snap out of it. So you kind of put it on the back burner. Um, but it's always there. And I'll, it's and always I'll be there. 100% honest, too, is I started drinking more to numb it. Right. I started drinking more, and alcohol actually is one of the things that can make your negative cancer come back. You're kidding. So I, knew this. I didn't know now, that. I knew this, and yet. I just wanted to be numb. So I was drinking a lot and I knew this wasn't healthy. And I just finally like looked at my son and I was just, I got angry at myself then. Like, you're not a victim. You're a survivor. Right. You're a strong woman. You, Why are you? Yes, you are. I girl. am not a victim, but it takes a long time. And I would tell this to, to your listeners, like, you can't force anything. You have to be ready for it. I was never one for support groups. I'm not good at sharing my problems with a group of people. I felt better one-on-one, but I also have friends that got have got what they needed from a support group. So I didn't go that route either. I internalized, and I kind of pushed it to the back burner because life happens. You right. Know? Everybody's journey I, is different. Every- yeah. I, I moved. I'm have to take care of my son I work full-time at that point you know I was traveling still here's another thing I never stopped working throughout chemotherapy and radiation no way yeah because well was it good because it kept your mind off of things yes it did I can understand that I told everybody around me too including my boss and my co-workers I said do not treat me any differently because I'm not good for you I'm just sick, right. but don't treat me any differently. And I asked the same of my friends and my family. I don't want to be treated differently. Um, so I had to work. And then those days that I couldn't work, I would just say, I can't do it. I'm too weak today or I'm in pain or whatever. I couldn't do it. And that was fine. And it's okay to say that. Like, it's okay to say, like, you can't, can't do something. You know, um, your body, you know, when your body, you know, your body, tired. yeah. And you know, yeah, you know, your body. And then, and this is gonna sound this is gonna sound horrible too, but like, you know, the whole October and it being breast cancer month and seeing all that pink and everything and everyone's like, uh, let's run reminder. let's do this, run for a cure and this and everything and that actually October's make me more angry than they make me there are some people that embrace the pink and they embrace the runs and they embrace the, the, the charity for it. And that's fantastic if that's you. Right. But for me, that pink shows we've been running for the cure for at least 20 years. And so where's the cure? Exactly. You know, um, it makes you mad. Makes and you know what? You should not. It makes you mad. Right. You shouldn't feel any. Uh, remorse because everybody is going through some type of cancer and I think a lot of women it's true they don't want to talk about it but once you talk about it and you say you know what somebody else probably felt the same way like you know the pink and everything reminds me of it it makes me really upset because there I'm still living this life with the unknown that the cancer may come back yeah 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, so the month of October was is always rough for me because I just don't want to see it. It's like I'd rather hide and right. see the color pink. But there's other women that embrace it and good for them. It's it's all what you have to do, but you know But nobody asked you that. Like that's my my thing with my cousin. Like I brought her over a necklace and you know, I had all the um, breast yeah. cancers. So yeah. I'm thinking to myself, does she want that kind of stuff to be a right. reminder? Oh, and you don't want to say to people that do go out of their way to bring you sweet things and everything like that. Like, I don't want that because it's the thought that counts. And like, I was very lucky. I had, I had an amazing source, a support system. I had friends, family, but you know, for those people that don't have any type of support system, I highly recommend group you know, group therapy or one-on-one counseling. I mean, I'm going through a group called Cancer Family Care, and it's completely free to me. Is there a um, website to that, or how can our listeners um, get to that? Yeah, I would just go to cancerfamilycare.com. I don't know if it's only, because I'm in Ohio, so I don't know if that's only in Ohio. It's cancerfamilycare.com. But there's got to be something like it in other states. Right. So um, I was more comfortable with the one-on-one, but... You know, you asked how I got to that point, and it took it took me it took me two, two years and six months right. to get to that point. Well, that's okay. Um, I mean, you and, everybody's and you have different. to do you. You know, right. you have to do you. When I was ready, I was ready, and I will tell you, it's the greatest decision I made. You um, sound so optimistic now and so strong. Yeah. I mean, I am so proud Thank of you, Carrie. You're a survivor. You. And, but you know what? You're yeah. going to help a lot of people that are going through this right now because you've been through it. And you know yeah. all the ups and downs. I mean, yeah. to finish it off on, what would you like to say to our listeners? Again, I'm going to repeat. Do your self-checks, do your mammogram, or do your mammograms. It's it's five minutes for, you know, that can determine the rest of your life. Exactly. Or determine your life. Um, and also, you know, you do you. I always tell people, you do you. I see, you know, I want to, I actually want to start a, a line of that, you know, that says for, for breast cancer people, it says like, you do you, a line of clothing or something, because there's no handbook for it. There's no, in, or marriage, you know, there's no right. handbook for that either. And I just tell people, you do you, what you're comfortable with. You know, if you want to stay in bed for a year under the covers and in the fetal position, yeah. do that. Because you don't you know, know. Like, I, I don't know. You don't. My, both of my aunts have breast cancer or had breast cancer, uh-huh. so it runs in my family. But you don't know how you will be. And you listen to other stories and you realize, you know what, I felt that same way or guess yeah. I'm not alone. Yeah. And that's why right. I wanted to start this podcast because I'm like, why are we so afraid to talk about things that we're all going through because you don't know who else is out there right. that needs help right. or needs, you know, some advice. It's, it's because we're women and we're proud and we don't like to talk about We don't want other women to know that we have problems. Right, we because have, we look like we we're broken. Faults. Yeah, or false. Exactly. That's right. not, and you that's so unfair. Exactly. It's so unfair. You know, oh. I um, I would also say you do diagnose, surround yourself with a support system immediately. If you can't, don't have one, 
there's resources out there. There are so many resources out there for communication. Um, like I'm saying, mine is free. Yes. I love my therapist. There's also services out there. I go through a group called Pink Ribbon Girls. Oh. And you can just Google them online. And what they did was for me during chemo, they brought me dinner once a week, clean my house once a week. No way. If I couldn't, yeah, if someone couldn't drive me to chemotherapy, they would drive. And they're oh. all nonprofit, and they rely strictly on donations. Um, oh, Carrie, that that's wonderful. Oh. It was wonderful. And there's so many people out there that want to give you resources to of people to talk to. And I just would say I would take advantage of every single one of them. There was one resource out of there I totally forget the name, and I'll have to look it up and get back to you, Jen, on it. That's fine. I can put it on my Facebook or my website. They actually um, actually paid my rent for two months. No way. Oh, Carrie. See, there's so many good... There's people, so many good resources. Good, good resources, out there. right? That they want to help each other. See, I love hearing that. They do, and they we do. don't know and about I that. Would just, None of us know about yeah. that. I would have never known that this, there were right. so many wonderful right. organizations and people out there that are willing to help. Now, because you only see like the big, you only see you see the Susan G. Komen. You right. see that because that's that's the largest and everything. But on a local level, there are so many people out there that want to help you. And there are so many programs to take advantage of. I've given them all to my friends and they've used them as well. And it's just, like I said, I I, I think my parting words would just be, you know, you do you, but just, just take care of you too. Um, You know, your body better than anybody. If you have a history of it in your family, um, especially if you have a history of the BRCA gene, the BRCA gene, yes. which I was tested for and I did not have it, which my doctor was actually shocked because I didn't have a history of it in my family. And she's like, I would be shocked if you didn't have the BRCA gene. So that's something that people should it. get checked when they go get a mammogram? No, that's something that once you're diagnosed with okay. cancer will determine. BRCA gene means instant double mastectomy. Okay. Because if you carry that gene, it it will um, affect both both breasts. It's it's a deadly gene. Oh, um, but no one, no, I tested negative for it, which was which was amazing. Yay. But you know, think <laughs> think about that too when you do get breast cancer. You know, if you do get breast cancer, you do have breast cancer, and you do test for the bro- positive for the BRCA gene. You need to have every other female in your down in your life. You know, your downline or tested like i would have had to tell my sisters to get tested their daughters would need to be tested think about it exactly so it's a lot of again you do you but you know your body and don't just go get mammograms i know please please it's so it's so important it's so important it's so important and if you know if you don't have insurance or something like that there's those mobile mammograms that go around all the time. You can Google where they're going to be, um, and they're free. Exactly. Um, oh, you know, Carrie. so you, there's no excuse you're, in my mind. But, you're right, honey. Um, your journey, I'll, I, I'll tell you, your journey has inspired me. It's been me. a journey. <laughs> it's, it has inspired me, and oh, I'm so happy that you're in such a better place right now and that yeah, you feel that you can talk about this with our listeners. It actually, that's the thing I, I think people don't, realize but you need to talk about it 
You need to just, mm-hmm. because other people. When you're ready. When right, you're ready. exactly. There, there's not a certain time or, Mm-mm. but if you, you know, if you feel the need to talk about because other people, you know, they may reach out on my Facebook or website and say, you yeah, know that's fine. Yes. Carrie, hey, you're I such a Facebook. sweetheart. I miss you. <laughs> yeah, I miss you too. I thank you're, you. You are. You are wonderful. You're beautiful. I'm, oh, you know, I, you. I was so excited that we had this talk today because I really think that it is going to help somebody now I'm like so interested in learning more and I want to run out right now and get my mammogram yeah right I, I know do. it's like I want a mammogram yes I'll be getting um, I'll be like can I get mine every two months because it's, right, it's right. scary but you have to take care of yourself like you said you do right. you. thank you and, so and much the other, the other thing one more yeah, thing sure. is, you know trust your doctors because they do know what's best. Like you said, like I said, I want to scan every day, but my doctor said to me, yes, just Monday I went for blood work again. And he said, I said, why can't I get a scan once a month, a full body scan? He yeah. said, because we don't want to put more radiation into a cancer survivor. I'm like, oh, I never thought about oh, that. Oh, you know, right. You need to trust that the doctors know what they're doing. Exactly. And that they know this disease and that they're going to do what's best for you. Exactly. Oh, Carrie, yeah. thank you so much. I wish I could thank give you a big hug. Me. I know. Well, I'm I want to give you a virtual big hug right Me now. too. I'm going to give you a real big one. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. I You're really welcome. appreciate your time today. And we'll be talking talking to you soon because I'm actually going to be asking you questions because my cousin's going through the the same thing yeah so no problem. I appreciate it okay listeners I appreciate you having me thank you so much Carrie bye You're everyone bye. bye thank you so much for joining me with spill with me Jenny D you can be anonymous planning on having guest speakers or anyone who wants to share their life experiences on the topic we covered that week. I'm going to post all that on my Facebook and website so you will see what I'll be talking about that week. So give me a call. I can pre-record and put you on my, my episode that day. I stress this. I personally feel to heal yourself is to talk about it. And if we can help each other instead of keeping it bottled up and just release it, I think that it's going to help all of us. And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny Dean.